What is the one takeaway you want to leave them with? Three words. Keep your word. Life can be so complicated. There's so many variables. But if you just stick to keeping your word, you're you're good. Like you said you're going to work out, work out. You said you're going to be faithful to your husband or wife. Keep your fucking word. You said you're not going to drink this weekend. Keep your word. You, you just do that. Just be faithful to yourself. And the words that come out of your mouth, life, life just gets really good. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential, grow into the men we dream of being, while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? Well, that's the big question. In this podcast, we'll help you answer those questions and more. My name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible... Ooh, I should open my eyes. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the speed of today. Awesome. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Big shout out to Fallible Nation, our private community. If you'd like to know more about that, there's a link in the description below. A warm welcome to our first time listeners. Hey, thanks for giving us a shot. We know you got a lot of choices. I hope you enjoy the show. Love to hear your feedback. My name is Brent. Today, my special guest is entrepreneur and coach, Isaac Global. Isaac, welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. What's up, brother? Appreciate you for having me, man. It's going to be a great day. It is. It's going to be a good day, man. I'm, I'm excited to find out that I, I got a brother here in Seattle, in, in the Washington area. Uh, men's personal development is a small space. So I was really excited to find another guy in Washington who's into the same stuff, man, helping men out. So that's very cool. How do you like the west side of the state? You've been there a while now, right? Seattle, Washington, yeah, I've been here, what, five years now? But it it's a big difference from where I'm from. Right. Right. I, I was born in Paris and then I lived in Miami and then I had businesses in Hawaii. So <laughs> Seattle's a bit of a different vibe, but I, oddly enough, I, I feel like home over here. You know, it's a nice, beautiful scenery. People are cool. So happy to be here, man. Seattle is a I, I've traveled a lot. Seattle is a beautiful city. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they got some things to clean up right now, but I think all major cities do. But it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Now, Isaac, we start super simple here. A little bit of fun. So how are you at trivia? Terrible. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So we start with an easy, well, I won't say it's an easy trivia question. We start with a simple trivia question, right? Which of these characters turned 40 years old in 1990? Was it A, Charlie Brown, B, Bugs Bunny, C, Mickey Mouse, or D, Fred Flintstone? Dog, I have no idea, man. <laughs> I don't, man. I really don't. Take a guess. Dude, Flintstones. Oh, great. Now, guys, you know the rules. No cheating. Don't go, like, look it up or pause the show. Play along. Remember your guess. We'll get back to that later. Like, Isaac, there's no wrong answers in the first part of the show, so you're good, man. Now, I don't do huge introductions, right? Because everybody's got a big story. But in your own words today, who is Isaac Global? 
Today, Isaac Global is an entrepreneur uh, scaling his construction business and using his time off to improve men. Uh, and that we're in a similar situation as I am, which was unfit and unsuccessful without money or connections, and then getting them to become better men. That's Isaac today, man. Sober, focused, and just growing. Awesome. What's your favorite ice cream? Dude, I don't need ice cream, bro. At all? No more? Ever? Very little. If I did, let's say I, let's say some, some chocolate, maybe. Okay. If, you, if you're going to fudge, it would be chocolate. It would be chocolate. Fair enough. I'll jump in the chocolate. Discipline and diet is hard for a lot of people. So most everybody has that one is like, if, I, if I'm going to bust off the diet, it's this, right? Yeah. And, and I've tried it all, bro. I, I really have. It's, it's you got to be really careful with that. Because when, when you let that slide, mm -hmm. it goes everywhere. Right. It goes everywhere. You're going to say, all right, I'm just going to add that. I'm just going to drink that. I'm just going to smoke that. It's one time. Next thing you know, you're waking up late. Next thing you know, you're not closing a deal. Next thing you know, you're arguing with your wife. Next thing you know, you're losing your temper. It's just when you break character in one area, it spills over to other areas. So uh, I really try to focus on, on some core, simple things and, and never break character. Right? Mm -hmm. And we're going to dive deep into discipline later in this episode, guys. Uh, Isaac has a lot to share with you on that. And I think it's an incredibly important topic for men to really, really dig into. So we're going to get into that a little deeper later in the show. Isaac, what's one hidden talent that you have? This is such an interesting show. You're asking me questions. And I go on like podcasts twice, three times a week. This is excellent. Okay, hidden talent. I don't know if it's hidden, but I, I, I know multiple languages that okay. not a lot of people know about. Okay. Everybody has the thing, right? I, I had one guy, turns out he sings. I had no idea. Pretty good singer, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you could have one conversation with anyone living or dead, who would it be and why? Uh, John D. Rockefeller. Why? Because I, had, I didn't have a good relationship with my father at all. So growing up, and, and I, I try not to, you know, clean the dirty clothes outside, try to keep them at home. But let's just say him and I, what he did as a kid, I was like, that's, that, that can't be somebody that I look up to. So I went through the libraries and I tried to find a male figure I could look up to. And I found a book called Titan, which is the life of John D. Rockefeller. And brother, I read that book maybe, I was maybe 14, 15 years old. I read that book so many times, it's crazy. I'm like, that's, that's my dad, right? At that time in life. So it would be John D. Rockefeller and that's, and that's why. Okay. You know what? It, it's awesome to have someone you can go, you know what? This is where I want to go. This is who I want to be, right? Uh, every man, I think, has a... One of my big beliefs is every man has a responsibility to live as a role model because you never know who's watching, right? There are a lot of kids who need that positive male role model. You may never know that you were that in that moment, you were the one they chose. But there's always kids watching. Big fact. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't have to be kids. You know, uh, I was on a yacht uh, this weekend and this guy steps up to me and goes, dude, I'm super proud of what you're doing. Everybody's watching you. 
I'm like, there's people watching you too, homie. He goes, nah, 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 man. Nobody watches me. I'm working on Microsoft and I'm just like with that. You have a fan base. There are people taking example from you. You're a role model, whether you like it or not to somebody somewhere, somehow. No, right. that's the scary thing to think about. Sometimes it really is right. You're like, wait, with every decision, you got to start late weighing that. Isaac, what's one purchase of $100 or less you made in the last year that's had the biggest impact on your life? Uh, the, the One of these books that I just bought, it's called The Trans Surfing by Vadim something, recommended to me by a billionaire. But it, it's very powerful, man. Talks about quantum physics and the power of the mind. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes thinking grow rich sound like a, like a kid's book. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it costs 90, I think now it's $116, but it is, wow. I think I read it twice already. I did read it twice. I'm on the third round. Third round. Man, a, a good book is valuable. Highly valuable. It's everything. How old is your daughter? Eight. Eight. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Being a daddy is a lot of fun and an awesome responsibility. It's, it's the best. Is, what are you, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I want to say I also have a son. Yeah. Uh, from from a different female, uh, which is a little tricky. She uh, she lives in the Middle East. She's a super big celebrity. She's like the face of Estee Lauder and Chanel over there. So I have a lot less connection with him. It, which is when you tell me like I was it as a father, I'm like. It's for these of you guys that do have kids, fight to see them because it's a blessing. And if you live with them, you have no idea how blessed you are. That's that's what I wanted to sit in that. No, that's that's awesome. That's important. So so important. What are you most proud of? It's gonna be so funny, bro. Get getting sober. That's not funny at all, man. That's legit. It's, yeah, I never thought it'd be a problem, right? Because uh, I was making money, I was getting fit, I was growing my businesses, but, you know, this turned into coke, that turned into all types of vices, right? Mm -hmm. So when I got sober a little less than a year ago, everything started changing. I'm like, damn, this is a fucking superpower, you know, so... That's the one. Awesome. That's awesome. What's one random fact, just totally random fact that people don't know about you? And it could be anything like, uh, like I don't eat peas. Like, pea, peas make me feel bad. Like, they literally make my stomach sick. So I, I just don't eat them. So yeah. it can be yeah. totally I'm random. I'm allergic to fish. I'm allergic to fish. All fish, all seafood. Yep. All seafood? All seafood, all fish. Don't ask me to take you on a sushi date. I will not. <laughs> wow, that, that's a bummer, man. That's like a that's a whole like palate just gone. Ah, gone. All right. What's one thing that everybody should know about you today before we dig into the meat of the show? One thing that they should know about me today. Uh, is that if you want to improve your life as a man, you, you join the Wolfpack. 
because I will always answer you. I have fucking assistants, administrative assistants, managers, fucking employees, CFOs under my business, everything. The Wolfpack, aside from the marketing, which is very little, is the only thing I do by myself completely. So when you send me a message, it's Isaac. It's not Paula or Frank or Jan or anybody that, that works for me. It's because I give a fuck. Okay. It's like the, the transformation that I went through, I, I need to give it back to people, man. So you, you message me, it's me every time. All right. That's awesome, man. Manning the front of your, your, your big passion project is it's a lot of work. So that's awesome. Thank you. Guys, we're just spending a little time getting to know a little bit about who Isaac is. In the next part of the show, we're going to dive into Isaac's story, sabotage, winning, and a whole lot more. We're going to roll to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more from Isaac Global. How well do you sleep at night? Do you toss and turn and wake up more tired than when you went to bed? Sleep is commonly one of the critical elements people fall short on in their life. The quality of sleep you get directly affects your ability to control your weight, your ability to add muscle, your stress levels, and your everyday job and life performance. If you're ready to move to the next level, then sleep has to be part of the plan. Check out our friends at ghostbed.com if you're ready to get your best sleep. I love my ghost bed. I've been sleeping on one for a couple of years and has made a huge difference in how I sleep. Hit ghostbed.com and use the code thefallibleman30 to get 30% off your order and start getting better night's sleep tomorrow. Now, let's go on to the show. Guys, welcome back. In the first part of the show, we just spent a little bit of time getting to know who Isaac Global is at this point in his life. In this part of the show, we're going to talk about Isaac's story a little bit, self-sabotage and winning. Now, Isaac, today you're a very different person than where you started. Life wasn't always roses. So give us some background on who Isaac Global is, where you came from, and how you got here. That's a big question, brother. <laughs> That's a big one, man. That's shit. I mean, originally, like I said, I'm from Paris, right? France. But not, not really from France. I'm from a place called 93rd, which is probably one of the most dangerous places in Europe. Um, and my parents moved to the United States with us when we were 10 because they were held at gunpoint, uh, literally. And me and my little brother watched it. And, you know, they just had enough. But I would say my, my real story, my life starts, I think, when I really moved out because I'd be running away all the time household life is very stressful to be nice you know so moved out at 17 and I, from that point just to give you a short idea it'd be from uh living on the streets to living in motels to fucking having five six jobs doing a little bit of game related things to make money sleeping on the floor i'm talking about and then little by little just because i never gave up you know, I, I got my first break at 25 and started owning businesses. And I worked for Grant Cardone, which was insane. You know, back in the day, you had to be the top in the world to work in his office. You know, and then to where I am today, which is went from party animal, because now I'm enjoying the money, to sober and helping people out. So depending on which area of my life you want to focus on, it's been an interesting ride and a blessing all at the same time. Okay. You know, everybody has that story. And I, and I like to ask about that because there's somebody listening right now to this episode. Let's go on. Wait, 
he knows what it's like to like couch surf and work multiple jobs. And we're talking to you guys. Okay. That doesn't have to be your whole story. So listen closely. I want you guys to understand Isaac's relatable. I, I was enjoying getting ready for the show, man, because I was looking through your information and just listen to some of the things you say. Uh, you've got a great Instagram channel. We'll have links for that, guys. But listening to you is like, okay, this is a guy who's gone from one end to the other and he's been everywhere in between and he's struggled and he's flourished and he's had his ups and downs. Uh, and I think all of us men can connect to that at some point, right? We're all scrambling somewhere in our lives at some point going, God, can we keep going? Is there more? Is this going to always be this way? You know, it's funny, man. I, I remember when I was sleeping. I had a studio in Miami. We were two people in the studio, actually. I, You know, literally, like, to bring girls over and be like, hey, I need, like, 45 minutes. Don't come home. Like, beds would be this close, and we'd be late for rent, which was, like, 700 bucks, you know? Uh, and I remember one day, I mean, I was just sitting on my couch. It was bed, bed, little couch, and a FedEx box in the middle as a table. And I remember just crying. Now, I don't cry in public ever. I definitely don't cry in front of a woman. Uh, very old school like that. But I remember crying, brother. And I was looking up to, to God or whoever the fuck is running things, and I'm like, when you gonna fucking give me a break? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> when you gonna give it to me? You know, and those are everybody has to go through that. I think at one point or another, it's important. Yeah, I, I've I've definitely had the on my knees moments going. <laughs> okay, God, I'm yeah. here. Say something, because I'm. You made an interesting post on your Instagram about your coach calling out. You already touched on it a little bit. Your coach calling you out that you've been doing the right things for five years, but you need to cut the crap. And I think that was a reference to your drinking uh, based on what you said so far. How are you sabotaging yourself? Because I think a lot of men do, right? We do all the things. We look them up on YouTube or wherever. And we're like, okay, I should be doing this, this, this. And then we're like, we're not getting the results. How are you sabotaging yourself with that? Man, that was such a good question, man. Yeah, I, I got to a point where I started making the money I wanted. Uh, I was surrounded by the women that I've always wanted, all tens, all colors, and be beautiful women. Uh, traveling the world. But then there's also popping the bottles, and then that comes with the cocaine. And then that comes with the Molly and all the different types of drugs and all nighters and traveling across the US and the globe to see different DJs to do drugs and drink and have sex. And there was a poor, like, my inner self was like, time was chill. So I met Wes Watson. We agreed on 20 grand. You know, I didn't fucking even think twice because that was what, a couple weekends of bottles and shit. Um, and he said, dude, you've been doing all the right things since you were a kid. Because you've always, I've always been very wake up and this and that. He goes, why don't you stay the way you are and just remove the bullshit? Brother, I was like, 
And, and I got introduced to the law of subtraction, that the key to success is not to add more, it's to do less. So we're all doing the good things. We're just doing a lot of dumb shit that we should not be fucking doing. So yeah, I was self-sabotage. It was wake up during the week and run my business and close deals and read and write and write my goals and la 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 and affirmations and all the shit that we all do. But then I'd go have a drink and then I'd fuck a girl I don't need a fuck and then I'd, I'd get into this and that and that. So three steps forward, three steps back. And bro, we're all doing it. Like literally go out this weekend, just look around, every motherfucker is doing it. Self-sabotaging. And media presses it on you, life presses it on you, and then you wonder why eight out of 10 Americans live paycheck to paycheck or overweight. Or 50% of marriages end up in divorce because it's self-sabotage. And we are sold to believe that it's the right thing to do. <laughs> it's a mindfuck. How are you in history? What do you mean history? Oh, really good. I, I, I love history. Right. What, what, what was the whole point of the Coliseum? Exactly. Exactly. Just to distract. Right? You get an empire that big, you got to keep people fat, dumb, and happy. Fat, dumb, and happy. Man. That's exactly it. That's it. That's it. I find it ironic the Romans figured this out, right? And now we build stadiums everywhere. It's like we're not having gladiator fights, but we're paying each other to kick each other's ass in there and, uh, you know, watching sports and drinking beers that cost eight bucks or 10 bucks a beer at the game. And... Dude, you got a calisthenic in, in your hand with the phone. That's, that's your fucking calisthenic right there. I mean, shit. Look, there was two points in history, right? There was a point pre-1779 where the typewriter was existing. And that's when information was held by the Pope, the Imam, the Buddhist, whoever ran the empire and the religion. So everybody, it was very easy to control men. Very easy. You had to do a little show once in a while. And you had to go to the Pope for information because he was the only one that was literate. Post-1779, you have the typewriter. Writing is cheap. Everybody has access to information. So what, what, what do they do, whoever they are? They feed you so much information that you're fucking paralyzed. So yeah, now you can say, man, the phone's great. You have all this type of fucking good information. Yeah, but for one piece of good information, you have 100 calisthenics hitting you. Oh, yeah. It's... Have you, have you seen the numbers on social media posts? A day no. no what is it what are they over seven million pieces of content go to youtube every week when you add in like instagram and facebook and that yeah like millions and millions a day every like the last the last number i saw was so far over what i can even fathom it's like how many new pieces of content go to social media every day i mean it was hundreds of millions a day Calcium dog. <laughs> it's insane. And you're right. I mean, for look, every good piece of information, how much crap do you scroll through to get to that one good piece? And, and I'm telling you, homie, I, I do, I try, man. Like, I put everybody on mute. 
Like our friends. You don't look at my stories. Yeah, I got you on mute, bro. <laughs> I got everybody on mute. Like I really tried to like hone in to like, you know, keep my space clean. But like you said, a hundred million, a hundred, whatever the number again. <laughs> How much can you? Something's gonna infiltrate mm-hmm. every time. I actually blocked a guy I'd known for decades because he posted an update every day from Chick-fil-A. I'm having lunch at Chick-fil-A. You had lunch there yesterday. You'll probably have lunch there tomorrow. I don't care. I don't need to hear about it. Why are you posting this? Right, right, right. Well, shit, to be honest, I got a lot of my family blocked. I'll be just... You got to protect yourself, man. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. So in this day and age, right, you, you've got your passion project, you've got your business, you've obviously worked very hard to get there. Oh, you know what, before I even ask this, let me, let me get some clarity, because some of our people listening may not know, explain who Wes Watson is. Now, Grant Cardone's a fairly household name if you're on social media, because the dude is just, I, I love his philosophy of how much he, social media and stuff, he just floods with his team. Well, yeah, well, that's, that's I'll, I'll answer both those things. Yeah, his mindset, especially when I worked for Grant at his office, was 10x. Because the social media is so heavily fucking hit every day, I don't care if you post every day, every second, you're still a drop in the water. Mm -hmm. So that's his philosophy for social media, for sales, for business, for deal acquisition, customer acquisition, a lot. Just a lot. Volume. Volume. And then Wes Watson, uh, he's been my mentor for a year now. Uh, if I had a camera, I would. I got him and I. Well, it's on my Instagram. You guys can check it out. Uh, the guy was incarcerated for 10 years for a lot of similar shit that I used to do, which was just party and money and dumb shit. And within prison, he built a routine for himself to really get rid of all vices. And I thought it was a lot of bullshit until I talked to him and then I met him and then I went to his house and we had lunch and we had dinner. Um, today he's worth, I don't know, man. I think he does like three, four million a, a, a month. Like he had like $6 million worth of cars when I went to his house. Like, but more importantly, the guy is a G. The guy is a G. I mean, he does not miss a workout, a macro. He'll tell you, go fuck yourself faster than I do. You know, he's just top tier guy. So if you don't know him, follow him as well. Excellent. Excellent mentor. All right. So I, I had to clarify that because it's like, okay, let's clarify who these people are because you, you give them a lot of credit. It's heavy influences in your life. So I wanted to make sure people understood part of where you're coming from because we're going to get into that. But, you know, people will look at you now and go, okay, you, you built a fairly successful business from what anybody can see from the outside, right? It looks like you're doing well and, you know, your business is profitable and going well. That's good. And you got your passion project with the Wolf Pack and you're trying to help people's lives. So many men look at social media, right? And one of the horrible things we do about social media is compare ourselves to other people. But we look at everybody else, right? And so many men are like, you know, like you said, Okay, God, cut me a break, right? When am I going to win? Why is winning seem so hard to actually execute for a lot of people? 
So we were, so right now we hit two topics, right? The first topic is comparison, looking at somebody's grass. Don't ever fucking do it unless you want to get motivated. If you're looking at it as like, a, like oh, I wish I was him, mm -hmm. God, the universe, law of attraction, whatever you follow, will give you more of that, which is a want for something you can't have. You can't have that guy's car. It's not yours. So you got to stop looking at people's shit and say, I want, and like, oh, I feel so bad. Envy, that's the word. Okay. If you're always envious and looking, that that's exactly what you're going to get more of. And you're always going to be in a state of need. If you're in a state of need, you're attracting more need and you're fucked. If you look at other people's stuff, it's to say, that's possible. Cool. Got it. I can do it too. Like that's done and then move over, you know, that's it. That's one. And then two winning is not hard. It's not easy. It's more like stop breaking your fucking word. People just break their word. So I'm going to work out. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to call 30 prospects a day. I'm going to post one YouTube video a month, whatever. And they just don't do it. So they gather up a lot of else. Loss, 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 loss. So then yeah, you're like, damn, this is so hard. As opposed to like if they just did little wins all day long, woke up on time, hit their macros, stayed sober, posted a video, win, 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 win. They wouldn't be thinking about, damn, it's so hard. They'd be thinking, damn, I got momentum. And it's a whole different mindset. Do you, uh, what do you, what do you think about the concept of win stacking? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it is. Starting, starting little, right? One of the things that they teach with the Navy SEALs, the first thing they teach you to do is make your bed first thing in the morning. I've read that book too. Easy, automatic. I, I just know a lot of Navy SEALs. It's a easy, quick win to start your day, right? Yep. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to drink eight ounces of water. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to take a shower, right? Bam, four wins right off the bat, right? Just stacking them up and then leading into the bigger choices in life, the bigger decisions you got to deal with the day with a bunch of W's already in the column. That's, that's what it, dude, I literally just told my sales team that they were fucking whining about some, some shit about, you know, I don't know, not making enough money. I'm like, dude, what time did you wake up? Now, you know, I'm like, I've been up since four. That's a W. Then I read, then I journal, then I worked out, then I texted you guys and I posted three videos. Like win, 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 win. I hit the marketplace, I shattered you, bro. Because the win stack. I, I'm 100% about that, brother. A 100%. Awesome, awesome. I've just, in, in interviewing a lot of entrepreneurs, the ones that are doing well, you know, I, I interviewed one guy, he actually wrote an entire book on morning routines. And just talking to a bunch of entrepreneurs over the shows, we just released our 200th episode the other day. Wow, congrats. Actually, when this comes out, it will be a week or two behind. But today, I actually episode, released episode 200. Um, and I've, I've interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs and I see these things, right? And it's something I try and, and share with our audience because when you talk to enough people who are successful at what they do, you start to see those patterns emerge, right? And 
every very successful entrepreneur I've, I've talked to, they have their morning routines. Like, this is how we roll in the morning. I know what the first hour and a half of my day looks like start to finish. Yeah. And it's seven days a week. And it, by the time I finish that hour and a half, I am so ready for my day that nothing's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Even on vacation, I just came back from Miami. I took the girl I was dating uh, there. Mm -hmm. Best hotel, best clubs, best everything. Boom, alarm cut. You know, turns up in the morning, I'm up. She said, what you doing? My routine? And she came with me, which was fucking super cool. But, man, we were hitting herpes. And then macros. And then I was, you know, the reading. And it's, it's so important. I will say this, though. Most of these motherfuckers are not ready for a morning routine. They're not. They're just reading way too much. They're into the magical morning and the 5 a.m. club and this and that and that. My nuts and this. Shut the fuck up. It drives me nuts, bro. Start with waking up at the same time. Let's start with that. Don't overcomplicate yourself. It drives me crazy. I had this intern that wanted to come. He goes, well, my morning routine and then the 3.45 and then I do this. It's a I'm like, homie, out of this 30 days of the month, how many times did you actually hit it? Well, you know, I had my mother over and, and my dog ate my homework and my puppy. So I think everybody, I'm super happy that everybody's in the morning routine thing now because like self-improvement is a big business and there's a lot of dollars being put into the marketing of self-improvement projects and products. Let's all put a big fucking pause on everything. And let's, like you said, seven days a week, wake up at the same time. Do that for 90 days. I swear to God, most of these people that are watching, they're not going to hit it. And then if, if they don't hit hit him or hit me, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get you accountable, you know? But start with the basic. Wake up on time, son. Like, you used to wake up on time when you were six years old going to preschool. You're a grown-ass man, 37 years old. You can't wake up past six. You no. <laughs> no. No. Stop reading, bro. <laughs> Stop reading. Those, wake up on time. Those, those people make me crazy, man. I've, I've been working since I was 16 years old. Yep. Work holidays, weekends, doesn't matter. I've been working since I was 16 years old. I don't, except for, I, I spent three years on night shift at a job, which I hated, but, you know, Okay. But I've always had to be at work at six or before, right? So these people who who can't get up before that, I'm just like, I I, I don't understand that. Like what? Or hey, it even goes a little deeper, man. It's you listen to your boss, but you won't listen to yourself. That's a little fucking weird. Personally, I'll tell my boss to go fuck himself. I haven't had a boss in years, but I would tell him to go fuck himself. But me, I'm good to listen to me. And that's called self-respect. You know. I, I don't recommend that if you want to keep your job, guys. Just an FYI, I've done it. It ends badly. <laughs> like ver verbatim, yeah, I, I, I played that card one day. And yeah. I was very quickly unemployed after that. So you might phrase it a little nicer than that. Just, yeah, just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know everybody got to keep their jobs, right? You got to keep the money coming in. So, yeah. 
we we've been just just talking to Isaac about where he came from and his story and self self sabotage in his life and winning. In the next part of the show, we're going to dig into discipline, influence, and the Wolfpack. We're going to roll our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more from Isaac Global. Now, before we go any further, I wanted to share with you guys. I don't always tell you how much I love doing my podcast. Like I passionately love what I'm doing. And one of the things that makes my life better as a podcaster is to work with a company like Grow Your Show. Grow Your Show is a one-stop podcast do it all. Now I use Grow Your Show for my marketing, but Grow Your Show is literally a one-stop shop. You can record your episode and just drop it off with them and they take it from there. It's amazing. If you are interested in picking up podcasting as a hobby, or maybe you're looking to expand your business and use podcasting in that aspect, talk to my friends over at Grow Your Show. Adam will take care of you. I guarantee it. I trust him. He's my friend. He's my business colleague, and I wouldn't trust anybody else with my show. All right, guys, welcome back. In the last part of the show, we were discussing Isaac's story and the idea of self-sabotage and winning. And in this part of the show, we're going to get into discipline, which Isaac's really into the power of discipline and the influence around you. We're going to talk about the Wolfpack, his program a little bit. Now, Isaac, you mentioned early on, right, we are talking that you were mentored by Grant Cardone and Wes Watton. Wes Watson, sorry. Let me get that right. How important is your circle of influence? Because we've all heard the old saying, right? You're the sum of your five. And most people blow that off. How critical is that? Put, put it like this, man. I wish that was the first thing I put my attention to when I was just starting off in life. Like, it should literally be a full-on course. It should be, like, do not kill, do not steal, right? Respect your parents, improve your circle. That's how important it is. And we were chatting while we were in the commercial that... When we start, we don't really understand the power of it until we hook up. And I swear, guys, it's like you take a plug and you put it in the outlet, boom, the light turns on. It's exactly what it is. You plug in. You plug in to other people's frequency. It is magic. It is. I literally paid $10,000. Check this out. To spend two days nothing included just admission with some of the top 12 people in, in the circles that i'm in people are like what the fuck? you spent 10 grand for a few hours for what like, the amount of value that i got mind you it, it just i can't even put into money it's just huge you know and if let's just dumb it down because we're all at different levels here when I was drinking and I was partying, yeah, I was making money. But everybody here at one point, you've had that. You're drinking, you're going out, you know, TGIF, you know. I always say, man, you got to look at the last 10 messages on your phone, man. What are you guys talking about? And if it's, hey, let's go out this weekend, let's go party, let's do some coke. Oh, my God, she's so hot, he's so hot, la, la, la. You're fucked. You're fucked. Whereas if you're connected to a community where it's like, hey, brother, we're going to lose a pound this week. Hey, sister, let's go. Let's get some deals. Let's focus. Let's network. Let's travel. Let's improve. The norm changes. 
because now you're connected to them on Instagram. So you're watching their stories. And instead of them waking up at nine, oh man, I wish it's fucking Friday already. It's like, yeah, hell yeah, it's Monday. I'm about to crush this shit, you know? Community's everything. And that's why I created the Wolf Pack. It's why you created your community. It's, it's the end all be all. It, it really is. So let's talk about how that community actually helps reinforce discipline, right? You're talking about the last 10 message you, you've got and what that, I mean, that, that tells you a lot, guys. If I, if I pick up my phone right now, I can tell you who the people I talk to are, are because your, your phone puts them in order of, you know, how often you talk to them and how important they are. But if you're not having those conversations about improving yourself, about growing, about making more money, about investing or whatever you're trying to do in your life, right? This is where that circle becomes really powerful. How does discipline get reinforced with that community? Discipline gets reinforced by that community simply by the fact that they're going to reinforce your discipline. So they're going to have their own disciplines, whether it's waking up late or waking up early. Those are both disciplines. They're going to overeat. They're going to follow their macros, both disciplines. They're going to make a ton of money and they're going to stay broke and worry about the rent, both disciplines. Uh, dis discipline is, is a standard. It's a ritual that you keep doing over and over and you don't, you don't cross. Every group you have has their disciplines. One of them is, hey, I'm going to drink a gallon of water. And one of them is, hey, let me cut the cocaine in the perfect lines so we don't oversnort. Everybody has disciplines. Which group do you want to be part of? So let's say as of today, you decide to have the discipline of waking up early and starting a business and getting fit and rich and rare. Find a group that has those disciplines. They will enforce you because you'll be seeing them do the same. And when you talk to them on the phone, they'll be like, wait, you didn't work out today? It's like you're embarrassed. Kind of like before, like if you go to a party and wait, you don't have any girls with you? You didn't bring any drugs? You didn't bring any, like, they're enforcing discipline, they're enforcing discipline. You choose, you choose, you choose. Guys, accountability is powerful. One of the most powerful things you'll find with coaches is having that person who is holding you accountable because like, I, I know, like I dread, like you know, my calls with my coach, if I haven't been doing what I intend to doing, if I've been dropping workouts or whatever, I'm, I'm dreading that call. Cause like, man, I don't want to disappoint him because I realize how much more I'm disappointed in myself at that point. Right. That's one of the huge benefits of working with coaches is that accountability, but your community can hold you hugely accountable. Now there are going to be different communities that are, are right for you, right? What's your goal? What's your, what are you trying to achieve in your life? If you want to be a good dad, hang out with good dads, right? If you want to go get that money, hang out with people who know how to make money. It will change your perspective. You'll learn a lot. Just hang out with them. Be a fly on the wall in that group if you need to. Now, you believe in this so much that you've got your own mentorship program and community called the Wolfpack, right? So tell us about the Wolfpack and what you guys teach in the Wolfpack. Man, the, the Wolfpack, honestly, at the beginning, I created it for myself. 
I, I, I put down some rules, right? On, I came back home one night and I wrote down all the things that I would not do, lost attraction, and all the things that I would live by. That's literally what happened. It was a moment of, poof, a decision, blessing. And I, grew, I started writing, bro. I wrote down my own, uh, my own little Bible. And I followed it to the T. And my life got so much better. So all the things I learned from Grant and all the things I learned from my mentors and all, it just, it just they all got 10X. Because now I, I put parameters. So what we do with the Wolfpack is, first we start with those parameters, which I'll give them to you right here. They're very simple. It's wake up at 4.30 a.m., follow your macros, work out every day to earn a PMA, positive mental attitude, so you can show up to your people at the highest level, because it's not about you, sober, and read every day with the intent to distribute. Very simple. Very simple. That's what the Wolfpack's about. Now, once, if you can hold those parameters tight seven days a week, that means you're in control of what time you're awake, what comes inside your body, who you hang out with. You're in control of you as a person. And in stoicism, it's very simple. If you can control yourself, I mean, the world just bends to you. So that's the main core of the wolf pack. As a team, we meet every Sunday. We hold each other accountable. Hey, did everybody wake up? Hey, did you guys stay sober? Did you hit your goals? Did you make your money? And we get in that accountability. We help each other in business. We help each other grow. People are like calling each other. Hey, you want to hold each other accountable on this one this week? And dude, it's just so amazing, man. I got I got kids that are like just starting their businesses. Now they're making 20, 30 grand a month. I had a kid, he was working in Starbucks. I told him quit quit his job right there. I'm like, dude, quit your fucking job. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah, you quit your job or get the fuck out of the group. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, I'm French. I had to get a green card to earn the right to fight for the American dream. You were born with that, right? And the best thing you can come up with is Starbucks and making fucking frappuccinos? Are you kidding me? That's the most value your beautiful fucking healthy brain can give to society? Doc, he quit his job the next day. Then he started a company. Now he's on the he's on track to making $8,700. The kid's like 22. Nice. He's like, you're right. I'm like, damn straight. You got that. The wolf pack's about pushing your standards. And I will, dude, I will call you fat. I'll call you broke. I'll call you exactly what it is. Because it's not a cat pack. We're a wolf pack. But you come out there, you become a person that your people can look up to. Your people need to look up to somebody. And by being below standard, no, I'm sorry, man. That ain't right. So that's what the wolf pack starts. It's about improving yourself. Tell me a little bit. Explain read to distribute. Read to distribute. So it's about reading. Let me talk, start that over. It's about <laughs> it's about consuming information, self-development information, and then giving it back to people. So you can give it back via a post on your Instagram story, 
via phone call. Next friend that you see, instead of like, hey, what's up, man? How's the Seahawks game, bro? Start with, dude, you got to listen to what I just learned. By doing that, you start a chain of giving. You need to be a, a giver. Like, the moment you stop thinking about you all the fucking time and start thinking about serving others and being of value to your friends, dude, life gets so good. So you start your morning with, all right, man, I gotta, I gotta consume some type of information because I'm gonna see Frank this morning and I wanna make sure Frank gets a nugget. And I gotta make sure I get my workout in so like I, I radiate high frequency so when I come in the office, boom, I elevate everybody. That's how leaders are made, man. And th that's what it means. The intent to distribute. All right. Now, for our listeners, we have a varied audience. People right now are listening and they're responding, right? Guys are, guys are hearing this and, and I, can, I know it. It's the energy you bring to it. Guys are going, yeah, I need this. I need this, right? Not everybody is at a point where they can join the Wolfpack. So what are the first three steps for our listeners to implement right now to start making these changes? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna say so. As of last month, I made access to our weekly masterminds at $97 a month. So everybody has access. I had a guy, he told me, and I wrote down your question, three things to start. I had a guy tell me, well, I don't have $97. I blocked him. And then he hit me on another fucking account. He's like, why did you block me? I'm like, because you're a pussy. He said, what do you mean? I'm like, I hired my first coach. True story. It was $1,000 a month. I had $1,027 in my account. Coach called me. He was, hey, it's $1,000. I'll teach you how to sell. No problem. I gave him the $1,000. I had 27 bucks left in my name for the next four weeks. You know how scary that is? I skipped meals. I lived on fucking literally ketchup. Packets from Burger King. Disgusting. But I bet on myself. I'm like, dude, I'm already broke. If you only have $1,000 in your pocket, you're broke. If you have only 10 grand in your pocket, you're broke. So who gives a fuck? Broke for broke. You might as well be broke with a little bit more information to get you out of it. So first of all, everybody has access. They're just making excuses and they don't have enough balls to bet on themselves. I've always had confidence in myself. I look in the mirror, I'm like, yep, that's the best investment. Stocks can go up and down. Real estate, we've seen it goes up and down. I own real estate, it's a great investment. But the only person that stays is, is yourself. You're going to invest right here every time, every time. So that's number one. So first tip, if you're not in the wolf pack, bet on yourself. Like have the decency in the balls because out of all the little sperm cells, you're the only one that fucking made it. Somebody upstairs said, hey, he's worth the time to consume space in this physical world. So bet on yourself. Number two, man, get sober. You gotta get sober, man. Well, you know, I don't have a drinking problem. Yeah, but you're broken fat. Oh yeah, you don't, oh yeah, you're, you're, you're at home life. 
isn't good and your girl is sad and she's not happy. You know, your kids aren't proud of you. Yeah, well, get sober. You don't need to be intoxicated and foggy right now. You need to be clear so you can make some good decisions, you know? And number three is audit your friends. Look at all the friends that you talk to every day, audit, one through 10. One through 10, 10 being they are super value to me, one, they're a waste of fucking time. And then be super ruthless about that list. You do those three things, I guarantee you in 90 days, you're a different person. All right. Where is the best place for people to find you? Oh man, Instagram. Oh, Instagram? yeah, man, just shoot me a DM. I'll, I'll always answer that. You might not like my answer, but I'll always <laughs> answer. You heard it here first, guys. He, uh, you, you may not like what he say, but he's gonna get, listen and talk. So, you, you've heard him. He's a little more abrasive than I am about this. That's fine. That's good. Sometimes you need to be kicked in the balls a few times to get your attention. <laughs> I'm, I'm not always. I'm not always that mean about it. I, I should be more often sometimes. But uh, there you can find him. Of course, we'll have all his contact information where you can get it, whether you're on the YouTube or the audio version of this, it's in the show notes. We're going to make sure you can find Isaac. What's next for Isaac on the next? What, what's your big project? What are you working on? I hate, I hate answering these things, but I'm, I'm going to break my rule. I'm going to, just because I like your energy, man. I, I, I rarely talk to people that I'm like, dude, this guy's got excellent energy. And your energy is it's excellent. It's pure. It's good. And, and I feel it from here, man. Not to get all woo-woo on you. <laughs> Thank you, know, you. You're, you're a good man. You're a good man. So, all right, fine. I'll tell you what I'm working on right now. Uh, I'm working on doing 30 to 90 days celibate. Wow. It's, I don't know why. I woke up one morning, 4 a.m., and it was right here. And it was like, that's the only vice. I mean, just... Go on my Instagram, press the lifestyle. It's just beautiful, gorgeous women. And, and that's, I'm French on top of that. So we're fucked like this, you know? But I said, if I'm going to lead people, I need to make sure that I can really kick in the balls, like you said, every one of my vices. And I've done the sleeping and the money and the drinking and the drugs and the anger. Like, that's just... Uh, my last one is sex so i want to do 30 days celibate try to push it to 90 uh and, and just see how i feel just see what happens my friend swears by it like one of our listeners like really oh yeah uh he's he's big into like i don't know how far you're stepping with that he's big into like semen retention yeah i've read about it yep uh he he swears by it like he he got to where he, 90 days like he's like dude it changes your life entirely i was like I'll trust you on it, man. I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, you're, are you, are you married or are you single? I'm married. 22 years. Dude, see, see, you see what I mean? That's another reason why I want to do it. Like people like you are rich. Whereas like you have a, a partner, like, like two doves, you know what I mean? Like that's, people don't get how beautiful that is, especially in 2023. Yeah. To have a partner, you know, and that's because we're all fucked on the hookup culture. You know, we're, we're driven by these needs. So, I'd like to get that handled. Now, guys, I know that the biggest concern you all have is which of the characters turned 40 in 1990. And uh, Isaac guess Fred Flintstone. The answer is 
Charlie Brown turned 40 years old in 1990. <laughs> Right, I, I know that was the big important takeaway. You guys all care. It's not. We know. We all know better than that. <laughs> I want you to wrap this show in this way. We've been talking now for about an hour. I don't cut things out of my shows. This is what you hear is what's going to come out. Uh, I'll clean up the audio, but this is it, right? I don't. I don't cut my shows. I love that because I don't. I don't take out who people are. That's just not me. Wrapping up the show today. What is if if. People have been listening to this for an hour. What is, if they hear nothing else, what is the one takeaway you want to leave them with? Three words. Keep your word. Life can be so complicated. There's so many variables. But if you just stick to keeping your word, you're you're good. Like you said, you're going to work out, work out. You said you're going to be faithful to your husband or wife. Keep your fucking word. You said you're not going to drink this weekend. Keep your word. You, you just do that. Just be faithful to yourself. And the words that come out of your mouth, life, life just gets really good. All right, guys. There you have it. Keep your word. Isaac, thanks for hanging out with us today, being on the show. Thank you, brother. Nice. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. We'll see you on the next one. Boom. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.